Okay, hey loves. I am back. I know it's been a while, but y'all, I had to get some things in order. Okay, so we're back and better than ever. How y'all doing? I really miss chopping it up with you guys, but you know, we back. So if you're new here, welcome to Galaxy Vibes. If you're not new here, welcome back, loves. What's up? How y'all doing? <laughs> How y'all living? How y'all feeling? Okay. So, y'all, the last thing that we talked about, um, let me look at my notes because, y'all, it's been such a, a long journey from the last time. So, we talked about avoiding attachment. So, this time, or fearful avoiding attachment. So this time we're going to talk about PTSD, um, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. You guys, I want y'all to, if you haven't had a chance to, please go back and check out the previous video or previous podcast episodes just to get caught up on what we're doing here today. But anyways, let's get started. So guys, we're going to talk about PTSD and you know, this is pretty common. Oftentimes, people think that PTSD just comes from people who've gone to war or been to jail or been shot or witnessed something very traumatic. Um, like, you know, somebody who's been raped or something like that, which it is true. But you can develop PTSD from pretty much anything that's traumatic to you. You can, you know, it, it really doesn't take much, Okay. And most times people suffer from PTSD and don't even realize they're suffering from PTSD, okay? So, what is PTSD? Um, PTSD is a disorder in which a person has this, this, um, this, (laughs) y'all. Difficulty (laughs) recovering after experiencing or witnessing a terrifying event. Um, such as a natural disaster, a serious accident, a terrorist act of war, rape, death, sexual violence, serious injuries, um, a frightening event, a physical assault. And this can be on TV. This can even be on TV. This could be in person. This could be somebody just telling a, a violent story and you being affected by it, okay? Um, child abuse, being threatened with a weapon, things like that. So... You know, it. This is something that is, and it, and it, it's, it's more than that too. It doesn't have to just be, um, that range of things that I just that I just named off. It can be just about anything. It could be someone dumping you. You know, what I'm saying that could be very traumatic to you. It could be somebody, you know, fat shaming you or um, talking about your hairline or you know, what I'm saying it's not funny, but it's like. It don't have to be much, okay? You could be um, traumatized by somebody just not liking the work that you do. You know, you could put your heart and soul into a project or put your heart and soul into something and somebody just shoots it down. And that can have a lasting effect on you. So this condition may last, like speaking of that, this condition may last um, months or years, sometimes weeks, months or years, okay? And you will develop triggers that can bring back the memories of the trauma 
accompanied by intense emotional and physical reactions, okay? Okay, so like I was saying that it, it may take, sometimes PTSD lasts a short amount of time and then you might naturally, some people can naturally get over the traumatic event. Some people it takes counseling. Some people it takes, um, it takes time because sometimes you don't even notice that you're suffering from PTSD. Some people don't even realize they're suffering from it. Um, they just feel like, oh, I'm just hurt about this and you know, blah, blah, blah. And they might repress it or suppress it, push it deep down inside, but eventually it'll come out in some type of way. Okay. So let's look at some of the symptoms of PTSD. So if you're suffering from PTSD, you might experience intrusive thoughts this is the the most common thing that people deal with when um dealing with ptsd okay so you might feel unsafe as well you might experience nightmares memory loss avoiding reminders of the event that you that caused the ptsd you might have negative thoughts about yourself or the world you might isolate yourself or, you know, or you might feel distant from the people around you or just, you know, the public in general. You might distance yourself. You might experience anger or irritability. So, you know, little stuff may make you irritated or angry. Um, you can just flip at a drop of a dime because you that's a lot. Sometimes when people... Um, experience that type of anger or experience that type of um, rage it's because it's triggering something is triggering them okay I've dealt with this where I've been triggered something so small that shouldn't have even caused me to be angry or upset it just you can't it's not like you can you expect it it just happens and it's like you relive in that situation all over again. And sometimes, like, say if something happened to you as a child. Say, um, you know, you were belittled as a child. Okay. Sometimes during your adulthood, you might be able to handle it. But at some point in time, like, say, you know, from the ages of 18 to 25, you, you can handle being, you know, belittled. But one day when you're 28, you know what I'm saying, somebody can belittle you and it just cause you to react. You know what I'm saying? you like, oh, everything that you wanted to do when you was little and say when you was little, you end up saying it comes up, you know. Sometimes you can repress things and it'll just come up out of nowhere and you'll, you know, you might have a panic attack because you don't feel safe, you know. You don't feel safe in that moment. Um... You know, because if you've de dealt with emotional abuse, physical abuse, or mental abuse and things like that, oh man, that leaves a lasting effect on you. It really does. And it might not come out all the time. Like you might not react or be triggered all the time, but you will if you don't, you know, realize what's really going on, okay? So you can also um, experience, you know, like, if you have a favorite activity that you like to do or something that you like to do, you might find yourself not wanting to do it anymore. You might find yourself pulling back from the situation. So, like, say you like playing softball with your friends or in a league or something like that. And then you, you just all of a sudden, like, nah, I don't even want to go around the people. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. 
because this it reminds me of something or because I don't I just don't feel like being around people right now you know I don't feel safe I'm just gonna distance myself um you know it might have reminded the person of something that happened when they were little or you know as a young adult or you know even in your adulthood you could have went through something traumatic and it caused you PTSD from the situation but anyway so yeah basically PTSD a lot of people who have schizophrenia and body dysmorphia um like workaholics and things like that they deal with a lot of PTSD and it causes you to be paranoid as well okay so PTSD can affect a person's ability to work perform day-to-day activities or relate to their family and friends okay a person with um, PTSD can often seem distracted or distant and they can try not to think or feel in order to block out the painful memory. So if you, a, a surefire way to notice somebody that's dealing with PTSD is someone who, um, they just can't, like say they're normally okay working, but they just cannot seem to go to work. They can't seem to do what they normally do every day. You know, they, it's kind of sort of like depression, you know? Um, or if you notice that this person is usually a happy-go-lucky person or somebody who is around family and friends and they have an outgoing personality, but lately they've been like pushing everybody to the side or they haven't been interacting the way they normally do, then that's a surefire sign that somebody is going through some type of um, PTSD or something like that, you know, and you might want to just try to figure out what's going on or you might just want to let this person work it out between within themselves or whatever you feel comfortable doing or whatever they feel comfortable doing. Um, so yeah, so a lot of the triggers when you're being triggered, um, it feels like the trauma is being relived, you know, triggers can include like experiencing different sights and sounds, smells and thoughts of the traumatic event, um, in some type of way or possibly seeing a traumatic news story that would trigger your PTSD. So, you know how in some movies where, say, of um, a war veteran, okay, say they're they're fine, but all of a sudden they hear some like they watch a movie and they see a whole bunch of like shooting and gunfire and they hear all the shots and stuff like that, and they zone back into war time and they flip out or they might just sit there and with a blank stare or they might panic you know have a panic attack or something like that that's definitely a trigger or say okay y'all i know y'all have kids these kids be interrupting me anyway i'm back so um another form of triggering is like say i know for me like when i if i've ever dealt with emotional abuse i've dealt with a lot of emotional abuse so you know, if somebody, say if I hear something, well, in the past, like, I could be having this conversation with somebody and it reminds me of the, you know, emotional abuse that I went through growing up or in a, in a previous relationship or something like that. It used to trigger me, okay? And I would lose it. You hear me? I try my best not to lose it, but then I would lose it. I'm not gonna lie, I would lose it because it's like it's like I'm experiencing that over and over again. It could be somebody just really trying to figure out what's going on with me or really trying to like um 
they might really be frustrated too and you know come at me in a frustrated manner but it just I don't know who just set me off because it's like who you talking to like why you gotta talk to me like that why you gotta do that like we, we can have a civilized conversation but or don't act like you don't know what's going on. You know, that used to make me so mad when somebody act like... even Like, now it really don't... Now I'd be like, oh, okay, all right. You want to act like you don't know? All right, cool. But before, all that used to just make... It used to piss me off, y'all. It used to make me... I don't know why it made me so mad. But it did. Like, if somebody act like they didn't know what I was talking about or know what was going on and just tried to play games in my mind. Oh, man. Whew. I still don't like it, but I know how to deal with it now. The trigger now, you know. But anyway, so basically just, you know, triggers are basically um, things that, you know, events that come up again or things that remind the person of the traumatic event that they went through. And it don't have to be just one event. It could be more than one. People can have multiple triggers. Um or multiple traumatic events you know chronic trauma is a thing you can have loads and loads of traumatic events that you've dealt with and have lots of triggers to go along with it but there's ways to deal with that okay but anyways moving on guys let's move on yeah it feels so good to be back (laughs) okay so I'm going to talk about a couple of different stages of PTSD, okay? So, the first stage I want to talk about is the impact or emergency stage. And this is when a person is struggling to deal with what they have seen or been involved with after a traumatic event. So, say somebody went through a traumatic event and they're in shock, basically. They, they, they can't believe what just happened. Like, are they just, they panic. Because they don't know what the hell just happened. Like, what just happened? What? <laughs> it's, it's definitely, like, panic mode, okay? Or some people just be in shock. They just shell shock. They just sitting there, like, like a deer in headlights. They don't know what's going on. Like, they, some people don't even remember. Some people don't even remember the, the event that happened because they're so shocked, you know? But the triggers are bring it back up and they don't even realize why they're so shocked, you know. But anyways, um, another stage is the denial or the numbing stage. And not everybody deals with the denial or numbing stage. But, you know, people that do deal with it, they go through um, this stage and they'll do their best to try to protect or to numb themselves through the denial that they, you know, about the event that occurred. And denial, denial is the mind's way of avoiding a difficult emotion. And this eliminates the high stress and anxiety that the person might be feeling. So this stage needs to be dealt with in order to move forward. So, okay. So with numbing, so what I've learned with healing, okay. When you are constantly numbing, denial is basically numbing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. But you really do. You know what I'm saying? I've de- I've definitely numbed my way through a lot of things, okay? And some people don't look at it as numbing. They just look at it as 
coping, but it's the same thing. Like coping and numbing is two, it's the same thing. Okay. So like if somebody has a stressful day at work, they have to come home and have four or five drinks. You know what I'm saying? Like that's numbing the, the things that you went through during the day. Or if like for me personally, a way I would numb is eating something really good, y'all. Oh, there's nothing like being stressed out or being triggered by something and taking that anxiety or that feeling away by eating something really good because it sends off the right chemicals to your brain to bring you so much pleasure you're gonna come down from that anxiety you're not gonna feel like you did um when you're having a trigger or a panic attack or something like that or when you're just feeling anxious from being triggered or things like that so that stage is very dangerous because you can overdo it with numbing I've definitely overdone it before you can definitely overdo it with the numbing stage because the more you deny the the pain or the more you numb it, you just all you're doing is putting a band-aid over it. You just, you know, slapping a band-aid over it. You're not really healing, you're not dealing with the problem. You're just masking it for a little while. You're putting a mask on it. But the mask will eventually come off. The tape will eventually come off. The band-aid will eventually fall off. And it's gonna be exposed. The wound is gonna be exposed again. And then what you gonna do, you know? And you're going to feel the pain all over again. And sometimes, you know how, like, you go to put, you may have scraped yourself and you put some Neosporin or something like that or some, you know, just ointment on it. And you put a Band-Aid on it. You think this Band-Aid going to ride with you for a little while. You think that, that Band-Aid going to ride or die with you. <laughs> but a little bit of that ointment gets on the adhesive. And maybe that, you you just doing your thing. You don't even notice that. Um, the band-aid fell off five minutes later, five minutes after you put it on there and say you say you're eating something and you spill some juice or something on there or some salt or something on there or something, just touch it. And you're like, Oh my God. And the pain happens all over again. You know what I'm saying? So that's exactly this type of example. It can, you can ride with you for a little while or it can just automatically come back if you don't deal with it or you don't have the proper tools to handle the triggers that you might be going through. So numbing is definitely, and denial is definitely dangerous, okay? So there's also a stage called the rescue stage. And this is the intrusive or the repetitive stage. And this is when a person starts to come to terms with what happened to them, um, they often return to the place that caused the trauma. And like a house or accident site or old school or hospital, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, wherever the trauma occurred, a person might go back to the place. Like, you know, some of the celebrities, they might be like, you know, this is where it all went down. They go back to their old neighborhood or they might go back to the house that they, somebody might go back to the house they experienced the abuse in or something like that. When people do documentaries, they, you know, or they might go back to the crash site a year later if they, after they didn't heal. Like, this is where I almost lost my life, blah, blah, blah. So, um, and this is a person like acknowledging their trauma. This is their way of acknowledging their trauma. And this is a way of saying, okay, this happened to me. 
And this is somebody's, this could be a person's way of dealing with the shock and distress of the situation. So sometimes by going back to the scene of the crime or the scene of the trauma or the scene of the accident or something like that, it can actually help heal because that's a person's way of being brave, you know, saying, hey, okay, I've overcome this or I'm overcoming this. I can do this. I can, you know, I can deal with what happened to me. You know, I can do this, like, you know. Um, they come to terms with, with what happened to them, you know, they rescue themselves. They're rescuing themselves from the things that they went through, the, the PTSD that they, they're dealing with and the traumas that caused it. Okay. A lot of people are able to do this, but it takes a lot for some people to, to be able to get to that stage. But also, people with PTSD may often still experience nightmares and flashbacks, anxiety, despite the belief that they are totally healed. So, despite what people often say, you are never totally healed from anything, okay? You are always going to have to constantly heal. Healing is not a one and done type situation. Healing is constant. It's consistent. You have to constantly heal. You might go through points in life where you don't have to actually deal with the situation um, per se, but it will come back up. And when it comes back up, the healing that you have received, you'll have the proper tools to deal with it. Because like I still, there's some things that I heal from that I still, it still comes up. But I can handle it a little bit different. It doesn't affect me the same way. And some stuff I'm still working on. But to get to the point where I can deal with it in a more healed manner. You know what I'm saying? So um, healing is never one and done. It's for the rest of your ever-loving life. You're going to constantly battle. Or not battle, but you're going to constantly have to deal with the triggers. Okay? Um, But the, the beautiful thing about healing is... You'll have you'll be um, properly equipped to deal with the things that come up, you know, that keep coming up. So, um, denial, confusion, despair, hopelessness are difficult emotions um, that are felt. You know, when a person still has the nightmares and the flashbacks and anxiety and things like that. Some believe it to be the most dangerous stage when you have to deal with, you know, the despair and, you know, nightmares and things like that. Um, Because it it seems like it's never going to end. It seems like it never stops. Okay. So, by doing that, by dealing with that, sometimes, like, you'll eventually get fed up. You know, you'll eventually get fed up with dealing with all this stuff. And it's going to pile up. And you're going to be like, you know what? I'm about to confront this trauma. That's why people go back to the places where they um, felt the trauma at. They'll go back and confront the trauma. So they can get it out of the way. Because sometimes it's just fear. With PTSD, it's fear of reliving that situation over and over again. It's fear of going back to the initial trauma. You know, um, it the triggers might not be as traumatic. But the reason why you feel it so heavy is because your mind or your body might go back to the original trauma and feel that all over again. You know what I'm saying? So 
by confronting it instead of running from it or numbing it. Sometimes that could be um, the most frightening because it's like you confronting the boogeyman. You know, when you little, you hear about the boogeyman or, you know, or whatever, the monsters in your closet or whatever. Or it's like dealing with a bully. It's like you you be bullied by this person for 15 years. You know what I'm saying? You running from this person from kindergarten to, to, to ninth grade. You running from this person. You just running, 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 running. Every time this person comes, you run and hide. You know, you tired of giving this person your lunch money. Then one day, you know what? You be like, listen, man, I'm tired of running from this, this dude or this girl. I'm tired of running. I'm about to confront this bully. Whatever happens, happens. If I get beat up, I get beat up. If I just so happen to knock this person out, I'm just going to knock this person out. Because I'm tired of running. I'm tired of being bullied. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of playing games with this person. We're going to do this today. We're going to end this one way or another. That's the same mentality. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we're going to deal with this, you know. I'm tired of this control. I'm tired of this person controlling my life, controlling my, my, my day at school. You know, I can't even come to school. And I ain't never had no bully, but... This is what I noticed. Like, I'm tired of coming to school every day and dealing with this bully. You know what I'm saying? I've dealt with bullying in my in relationships and stuff like that. Or when I was little, I dealt with, you know, adults bullying me, but never like a peer. But I know how that feels. Like, you get tired of it. Like, man, look, you're not about to keep doing this. Period. You're not. What's, what's up? What, what's going on? I'm tired of you controlling me. It's time to deal with this once and for all. And then... You know, it could be impacting the life of other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be missing out on a lot of friendships. That person that's been tired of being running from the bully for 15 years, that whole uh, childhood. They could be missing out on a lot of different things with friends because they th- maybe they don't want to go to a party because they're scared the bully going to be there. They don't want to uh, sit a certain place in the lunchroom because they're scared the bully going to be there. But, you know, eventually you get tired of that. And you're going to want to deal with the PTSD head on. You're going to want to do something. If you're not going to go to counseling, you're just going to just sit with yourself and feel the pain and go through it. All right, child, let's move on. So another stage is the short-term recovery stage, which is the intermediate stage, okay? And this is when you begin to enter into recovery and it's starting to adjust to uh, returning to a more normal um, state. Either the survivor will be will feel humble by the love and support um, or they'll be disappointed in the lack of care and concern and show to them shown to them by others you know what I'm saying at this stage the person is transitioning to a new level of acceptance and understanding about the trauma and how it affects their lives okay healing can start to occur and many people start to enjoy more positive a more positive life okay and they'll include a plan or steps to overcome PTSD the effects the effects experienced with the PTSD and oftentimes the effects of the rescue stage will continue so they'll continue confronting things um, that's plaguing them they will you know feel a little bit better about getting the healing this is a stage right here that you really want to get to because it's more rewarding at the end of the day um because you'll feel more relieved you know you'll feel more equipped you'll feel brave brave enough to take on 
the situation. And now I'm not saying it's always gonna be sunshine and rainbows because let me tell you something, okay? You can have your good days and you're gonna have your bad days. I'm just being honest. Um, because sometimes I feel strong and dealing with my PTSD, and sometimes I don't because sometimes everything just be, you know, different things will be piling up at once, but you have to take a break and breathe, okay? You have to take a break and breathe and sit with your feelings and sit with what's going on to figure out how you can disarm the triggers that might be shooting at you back to back to back to back, okay? So, and sometimes these triggers come up just so you won't have to keep reliving the same thing because sometimes, you know, um, take just a word you know one word that can remind you of something and you'll have to fight through that trigger you know you have to remind yourself like it's not happening again this is not happening again you know it's okay you're okay we, you're safe we are safe I'm safe I am safe I'm present here in my body not in the past you know things like that you have to talk to yourself and don't be afraid to talk to yourself please don't If somebody ever makes you feel uncomfortable about talking to yourself, something's wrong with them. You hear me? You feel me? Okay. I talk to myself myself quite often. (laughs) And, you know, by doing that, you know, that's my best form of support is talking to myself. Because I have to do that. We have to talk to ourselves, guys. We have to. We have to tell, reassure ourselves. We have to parent our inner child. Or parent our inner um, ego, our shadow self. We have to talk. Like, you know, your shadow self is the side of you that want to come out and want to cause damage. You want to touch down and cause damage, tornado your way. That's the side of you that if somebody touched the wrong nerve, you about to, you ready to go. You ready to, man. <laughs> you have to tell your ego, I appreciate you want to stand up for me. I appreciate you want to come out and show out and show off. And rip this person's throat out. I appreciate you want to do that for me, sweetie. But you got to calm down. You got to sit down somewhere. Okay? That worked for me in the past, but it ain't working for me no more. Okay? Or your, you know, your ego or your, you know, your anxiety want to come up. You be like, hey, hey, hey. Have a seat. I don't need you anymore. Okay? We're good. We are good. I am good. It's all good. Okay? Let these people talk. Let these people hate. It might take a while to get to that point where you be okay after you talk to yourself for a little while. But you got to start somewhere, okay? So, you guys, this is not going to be a really long podcast today um, like normal. It's almost, it's usually almost an hour, y'all. But I just really want to just touch really lightly on PTSD because you can just really go all day on and on with PTSD because there's so many, so many different things you can touch on with PTSD. And I might just do like a part two some other time. But, you know, um, I really want to dive deep into different affirmations. And I do have an affirmations deck that I use when I do my readings. Yes, I do do readings. And I do, I specialize in um, trauma and healing. So what I do is, and that's how I pick the subjects for my um, podcast episodes. I have a deck that I created with different traumas on there that I've been through or the other people I've been through. And what I do is I shuffle them and I ask spirit, the most high to show me what subject 
or which trauma to talk about to help the people. And so I also have a deck of affirmations that I chose that I, you know, wrote out for different traumas that I that I have in my deck and just to help with different chakras. Okay, so I, and I also have selected, of course, a few crystals that'll help you definitely deal with PTSD if that's something that you're into or interested in, that you can wear on your body, carry on your person, or meditate with, you know, so... First, let's talk about these crystals real quick because then we're going to get into affirmations before we close out. Okay, so the first crystal I want to talk about, you guys, is uh, a go-to crystal that helps with a lot of different things. And you all have heard me talk about it a lot, and that's amethyst. Amethyst is an all-star crystal, okay? It's an all-star crystal. With this amethyst, it will help you to face and heal addictions. But with PTSD, um, mainly it'll help you with anxiety and guilt. Because you would deal, most likely you would deal with a lot of guilt with PTSD. Because um, you'll feel guilty for being triggered or being hurt or things like that. Or you might snap on somebody and you might feel guilty afterwards. Or you might feel guilty for maybe you was in a car accident and you caused a car accident. And somebody lost their life or maybe you injured someone else that you injured yourself whatever you're gonna feel good whatever it might be okay um a lot of shame as well definitely it helps with anxiety it helps you calm down and it associates with the color purple and you know lavender and the color purple and things like that it helps you to relax it helps you to calm down get yourself together it deals with um help with your emotions and things like that so smoky quartz i love smoky quartz honey so smoky quartz helps with relieving um, fear, depression. It brings calmness and positive thoughts. Smoky quartz is a good crystal to help you ground yourself, get yourself together. You know what I'm saying? Um, it helps you deal with that shadow aspect of yourself. Okay. So citrine is really good as well. I love citrine. So citrine helps with um, it eases traumatic memories flashbacks that you might have so citrine is good for bringing like sunshine and positivity in your life help you bring your personal power back it deals solely or not solely but it deals mostly with the solar plexus chakra and that solar plexus is gonna you know you're supposed to that's where your personal power is that's where your joy is that's that's where your soul is your solar plexus is where your soul resides so it's going to help your soul you know um bring you back to reality it's going to help you to get rid of all those trauma traumatic memories and flashbacks that that bring you down that lowers your vibrations you know citrine helps you raise your vibration basically um it has the same attributes as the sun you know sitting out in the sun so we have you can unikite unikite helps to heal deep emotional wounds unikite is amazing okay guys unikite when you have PTSD, you definitely deal with deep emotional wounds. And you need something that's going to help you transition out of that stage, you know. Um, it's nothing worse than reliving deep emotional wounds over and over and over and over and over again, okay. So, get you some Unikite. Also, um, the last one I have is Lithium and Quartz. So, this helps to relax, help you to relax and feel more at ease with situations in your surroundings. So, you know, um, things that cause the trauma. And it helps you to ease your outbursts and mood swings. So, like I said, when you do with PTSD, you might have a mood swing or two, okay? 
you will have a movement. So you will have an outburst. You some people do um, snap, crackle and pop. Okay. Um, or they, it helps with panic attacks and things like that. You might have an outburst because you're having a panic attack. You might say some things or do some things that you don't really mean to do, but just because you're having a panic attack, it comes out that way. Okay. So get you some lithium and quartz. And you guys, if you have any questions, concerns, you can get that. You can look on Etsy and get you, you know, a lot of people have, um, crystals and stones on Etsy. You can look on Amazon, but I'd rather you guys look on Etsy first. Because Amazon, sometimes they have fake crystals, but anyway. Or you can look at your local apothecary or, you know, um, a local shop that carries different crystals and stones and things like that, okay? Do not buy from Walmart. Those are fake, okay? Do not get... <laughs> they have the nerve. They have, like, the little <laughs> the little pendant and the little jewelry with... Don't... Yeah. <laughs> That's plastic, Okay? If you can't, this is how you know a crystal is real. First of all, they'll be cold to the touch. And you can burn it. You can sit there and literally put fire to it. If it doesn't crumble and burn or, you know, burn, then it's real. If it doesn't melt, you know, catch on fire, it's real. Okay, guys. So, let's go over some affirmations um, to help you. You can either write these down, you guys, or you can play this back and say it with me if you like or repeat after me or whatever you want to do. So, let me ring the bell real quick, you guys. Take a deep breath in. Close your eyes to whatever you got to do to get comfortable. Allow myself to feel whatever comes up. I let go of shame. My heart is open and ready to receive. It is my right to be joyful and find pleasure. I embrace change in all forms. My body takes great care of me. Thank you. I approve of myself. I follow my own heart, not the expectations of others. I am grounded. I am safe. I am divinely protected at all times. Yes. I am in touch with my feelings. I am all I need to be happy.
I am more than my reactions. These feelings will pass. What happened to me is not who I am. Okay, you guys. So, let's swing the bell one more time. Clear out the energy of this space. Okay. Yes. Okay, guys. So, in a nutshell, PTSD is something that's very um, traumatic to deal with, okay? It is basically you live in traumas over and over again in your head or in your mind or in your body. Because sometimes it's not in your mind, it's in your body. Your body reacts sometimes to certain touch or sounds or, you know, it's it's basically a triggering of a past event, you know. Um, and that feeling coming back over again. And some people, it might be mild and some people it might be so severe that they can't function at all. You know what I'm saying? So... My prayer is that you, whoever's dealing with this, they find peace and they find healing and um, continuous healing, you know, and they find joy in the midst of tra- traumatic events, you know, or reliving traumatic events, okay? And I send you guys so much love and peace and positive energy. I love you guys so much and I appreciate you guys always being there for me and listening to me and kicking it with me. What I want to do is, I'm going to put out a PSA. I want to start having people on the podcast with me. So if you guys want to jump on an episode on a specific topic, please reach out to me and let me know. And I will gladly come to wherever you are. You can come to where I'm at. We can find a way to link up or do whatever and do an episode together because I believe that'll be really fun and dope. I really love you. I, I, I just do. <laughs> and we can talk, you know. I'm, I'm all about people using their voice and, you know, opening that throat chakra and releasing some things from that root chakra, Let, getting those traumas out of there, you know, bringing it up and out into the surface. And you can let me know. We can plan something and we can talk about whatever makes you feel comfortable, whatever you feel comfortable talking about on air or, you know, on the station, you can do that. We're all family here. No judgment zone. I don't have a preference, you know, preference. Um, of what we talk about I'm open to any and everything you know so you guys let me know if you want to hop on here with your girl I would love to you know so anyways you guys check me out on Facebook at Sabrina Smith or you guys can check me out on Instagram at Queen Brina CEO on TikTok at Queen Brina CEO if you're not ready for all things spiritual um mystic um or whatnot you don't want to get on my tiktok but i really don't care either way i'm gonna do me i'm gonna be me um so also if you guys want to donate to my podcast to further my podcast you guys can do that check me out on on here on anchor spotify itunes wherever you want to check me out all the platforms are listed in there when you click on the link check me out i love you guys i hope y'all have a wonderful wonderful beautiful awesome amazing day as always may you fly higher in the galaxy dripping in love and light namaste family i'm out <laughs>